Welcome to Her, Healthy, Empowered Relationships. I'm Barry Price. You may be listening to this at home. In fact, there's a very good chance that you are if it's during any of these time periods where people have been asked to stay at home for the coronavirus quarantine. If you're listening to this later and you can't get out in the world, you may still be interested in the topic I'm going to get into today, which is how to date from home. How to actually do things that will help you meet your soulmate from home. I'm going to be covering this in a few different podcast episodes, but for today, let's just say that we want to give you a little bit of an overview. The first thing is that the biggest impediment to us being able to really meet people from home is our belief that we can't is this discouraged feeling that we may have. This feeling that we're actually trapped or isolated when it comes to meeting people. It couldn't be further from the truth. There are so many different ways that we can reach out and connect. Today I'll just give you a brief little overview of them and then in future episodes, I'll be touching on each of these in depth. But the first, most foremost important thing is that you believe it's possible that you're not completely cut off. This isn't 1783 and you're not in a snowed in cabin deep in a valley in the wilderness. That there are ways for you to connect. One of those ways is through the groups and communities that you're a part of online or offline. Offline communities are the real world, real life communities that you have been involved in in your life, outside of the walls of where you live. It could be a spiritual community, an exercise community. It could be a college you attend, a professional association that has meetings you go to. Whatever it is, there are communities that you're a part of and groups that you're a part of offline. Using those as one way to think of people you can connect with and reach out to is one of the ways you're not truly isolated, even if you cannot immediately go out and meet them on any given night where you're staying in, if not for a health crisis, or you're staying in just because it's been a long work week, or you just don't have the energy to get out of your house. You can still reach out to people through and from those communities and groups. And then there's online communities and groups, groups around interests. While the, the platforms may change, whether it's through Meetup, or a social media platform, or through a common interest forum, are you really engaging, not just consuming material online, are you becoming part of online groups and communities around things that you authentically have a curiosity, interest, or relevance to in your life? It could be around your your background or nationality. It could be around a sport that you love. What are the communities and groups online that you could be more involved with and more communicative around. Then of course there's social media. Right now, TikTok is on the rise, but there's still Facebook, Instagram, and who knows which ones will be prominent by the time you're listening to this. Which platform is popular matters far less than your willingness to be on that platform and to be engaging on that platform. And as you engage on that platform, being willing, to actually go on and have some boundaries. You're not going on there just to get people or to meet people. 
You're going on there specifically to be you. You're going on there to just be authentic. So don't just chase the person on there who's the cutest guy with the shirt off or the guy who seems to to be your type. You don't immediately go hunting. This is not like going fishing when you go on social media. You go on social media to share, to share about your life and to follow people who you're happy to give more than three seconds and a like to, but you're actually willing to interact with. Take some time and sincerely interact with people on social media. Some other ones that are really useful are thinking of people that you've been close to in your past or been in your network in your past that you could find a way to reach out to through someone who might know how to contact them or old friends who've drifted away that you can rewarm your contacts with. Remember, this is not about you immediately directly hunting and finding the guy. He's not a trophy for you to bag. It's okay for you to reach out to people who are friends or acquaintances to expand your social net again. So many of my clients met their soulmate by doing things like this that then later led to a man being introduced to them, a man coming to an event later through the person they'd reconnected with. This is about you being connected as opposed to isolated. Using things like geolocation on social media where you can literally look up the location tags for the places that you are or that you love going are other ways that you can cross paths with people virtually who go to the same places as you or may live nearby to you. And then of course, last but not least are dating apps. Dating apps done the right way can actually be done in a very healthy way to meet people. I'm not going to cover dating apps today because we'll do another one where we go deeper into dating apps and dating sites. I wanted to give you some other ways to start thinking about how you can get out into the world without actually having to get off the couch and out in the world. Try those because you deserve to have the hope and the certainty that you can still meet people and that your soulmate will have a way to find you. That is you coming from a healthy, empowered place so you can have a healthy, empowered relationship. And by the way, I am going to be putting all of this into my upcoming book, Virtual Dating, How to Meet Your Soulmate from Home. So stay tuned for that. Much love.